0: In this guided talks, Robert interviews Gary Hamilton. Gary is the Chief Growth Officer at the Digital Transformation Agency Equator. Over the last 20 years, he and his two partners have built the agency into a UK top five independent agency with 180 experts in Glasgow and London. Equator currently serves as the digital transformation partner for FTSE 100 companies and world renowned brands, including AXA, Virgin Active. Santander, SSE, Phoenix Life, and more. Robert and Gary discuss digital transformation, increasing prices, creating the role of a trusted advisor, growth secrets, plus much more.
1: And hello, and welcome to the Guide to Torts Grow Digital Agency. And I'm absolutely delighted today to have with me Gary Hamilton from Equator, from Scotland. Hello, Gary.
0: Hello Robert, how are you?
1: Absolutely fine. So Equator has got a really, really excellent reputation, but could you just describe what Gary Hamilton does and what um, what Equator does, how big you are, just to give us a sense of who we're talking to?
0: Absolutely. Gary Hamilton is one of the three owners of Equator, digital transformation agency, top five independent, about 180 staff now, £50 million turnover, uh, working across... Five core sectors, finance, travel, healthcare, energy, and been doing this, uh, as my face probably says, for about 20 years.
1: 20 years. So you call yourself digital transformation rather than marketing agency, is that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh first 10 years we're a full service agency. However, there was, a, there was a, a, another split of the pack and where you sort of positioned yourself. We were more leaning towards transformational tech. And by I mean that, what I mean by that is not websites we're going and analyzing pain points and putting in digital solutions to solve them. Yes, we offer the marketing as well. But it tends to come after the, the, the realization of the benefits. That's brilliant because that's
1: almost like you're, you're, you're ahead of the game because all the platforms are saying, uh, think about digital transformation, think about, think about being a software supplier, think about being a, a, a bigger piece, not just, not just an agency that does performance marketing. Yeah. And, and not many people made that, made that jump or haven't made that jump yet. Yeah, everyone's kind of playing with making that jump.
0: There's, I definitely think there's a lot of people playing with making the jump, and it's, you've got to really understand where you are in your client's value chain. You're either formulating that strategy and executing it, whether that's creating a solution or creating the, the marketing, or you're a production element, and you've got to be kind of, kind of honest about that, and just changing a few words on the website doesn't change a mindset of an organization.
1: I think that and I think that and I think that's what's kind of gone on is is', is what for, for many agencies it's a bit like corporate speak, you know the way that um you know the large blue chips and the banks yeah. start having a purpose or they start having and I think lots of agencies have put digital transformation because they know they know they should be helping their clients. With digital transformation, <laughs> and and uh, but actually their their bread and butter is still still marketing agency or digital marketing agency, and that's that's the conundrum that they kind of have.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's understand if you say to yourself, if, you, if you're honest and took a step back and say, we still chase RFPS or chase when the, um, chase a brief when the thinking's been done you're not really intersecting at the, value, um, at the value crossroads with your client. I genuinely believe that.
1: Absolutely, because you're a, I mean, this is, I mean, my, I'm a great fan of a guy called David Meister. David uh, is actually an accountant, originally an accountant. He became a consultant to the big consulting houses, Accenture. And David was a, <laughs> is a wonderful man. It's like, uh, this is how I do work. This is how I come. I arrive. These are my fees. This is the flights I go with. Uh, And his thing was about trusted advisor, that if you're a supplier, in other words, people phone you up and say, we've got £10,000 worth of Facebook ads, can you do them? you got no traction and you're competing with Bangalore. If you're uh, an advisor or or, 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 or in some sense as a consultant, then they're saying, we've got £10,000 a month, which platform do you think we should use? You go up one more level to trusted advisor and they say, uh, we're thinking of a £120,000 budget this year, but we're not quite sure which products we should be pushing and in what order and what we should be doing it. Then you're in, then you're in the boardroom. Then you're...
0: It's no longer priced by the hour. And you've got to move <coughs> away from that model. Have to move away from that model. If you are priced by the hour, particularly in today's climate, you're on a, you're on a rapid trajectory downwards. And if you are burdened by escalating variable costs in labor, you're, you're in a challenging, challenging position right now. You have to be sitting up there talking about, right, how are we going to reduce the cost to serve? It's not create a website, it's reduce the cost to serve. How are we going to improve, increase profit margin? What markets are and what products are, are, are we actually going to
1: invest in
0: and know why? and consult and advise as opposed to as you say I've got ten thousand pounds with you know put it there you're not part of the the inner circle where you should be
1: and I I, I mean the one if if would should but on that one for me is it feels it feels quite business schooly and I'm not I'm not a great fan of business schools but Uh it feels quite quite like Okay, we need deep voice. Deep voice, because we're now talking business school. Uh, We need to be assessing the environment for our clients, understanding markets, industries, understanding which levers. I mean, and I actually think that's right. I think that much as I'm, I'm disparaging about much of what business schools do. do, That sense of grown-up thinking, as opposed to let's just throw some money at it. Oh, the client wants Facebook; that'll do um if <laughs> if you've got a hammer all all problems are going to be nails you know and and i think yeah, the challenge for agencies is is, is how on earth, how on earth do they uh with their limited toolkit how do they recognize oh look someone's asked for a chisel again they've asked for a chisel again maybe we shouldn't be selling chisel selling chisel work yet but we need to get up to speed and have more confidence grow our grow our toolkit
0: grow your toolkit and sometimes to continue the analogy get rid of some of the tools really become a specialist in a few channels or a few areas and really differentiate yourself if if you if the only everybody's out there, we will maximise ROI, but we can do it cheaper. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah oh, yes, goodbye. I've heard it. You know, what is new? What differentiates you in front of someone, as opposed to have the confidence to say, and we've done this, even in agency reviews. Actually, see who you've got right now. They're actually doing a good job. However, I think we can add value over here, or when a brief comes in, that's not for us. This is what you should talk to us about. It's a a confidence and a maturity thing. And it's, it's difficult. It's difficult, um, particularly when you're a growing agency. Uh, it's difficult in the current climate where you may not know where the next brief is coming from or you've not got that established pipeline or the two years you've been working on that pipeline has just changed overnight in the last three months. That, that, that's, you know, that's where I think you need to be as an agency right now. Confident in your offering, and confident in what you are, uh, and who you're talking to.
1: But the, but people listening, you know, someone with a I don't know a 25 person agency or a 15 person agency, yeah, they're yeah. probably about to hit the stop button because they're going, oh, it's all right for Gary Hamilton. It's all right for him. He's got deep pockets. He's got years and years of trading behind him. He's got a black book to die for. He's got the connections. He's he's in with the blue chip. He gets his big big contracts with big people with big prices he doesn't understand what it's like because we're, we're only charging 70, 80 pound an hour and there's only 15 of us. And, yeah. and one client represents 30% of our turnover and we think they're about to disappear. Yeah. And, you know, my wife is pregnant with twins and, and how, how on earth am I meant to play the big man? How, how on earth am I meant to be saying no to people who ask me to work with them? How on earth am I, how on earth, does he honestly expect me to put my prices up? Is that, what, is that what Gary Hamilton is saying?
0: Gary Hamilton is saying, put your prices up. Genuinely saying, he's also saying if one of your clients is 80% of your turnover, yeah, you've, got, you've probably got a couple of strategies right now. Uh, why can I say this? Because I've been there as a three-man band 20 years ago starting this and had one big client and was very, very lucky that they stuck with us for, uh, for nearly seven years. However, you have to stabilize your ship right now and keep paying the bills as ever. However, if that client is starting to put even further downward pressure on your 70, 80 pounds an hour, you need to be bold enough to say, no, actually, things have changed as they have for you, Robert. I need to put that up 10% to cover I've been I mean, walking into a hairdresser which, uh, now, and they say, actually, I know you're used to paying 20 quid a haircut, mate. It's now 25. And you go, well, that's a heck of a... Actually, look at the screens and the PPE, and, and instead of using two towels, I've now got 140 a week. It's actually justifiable. If you can justify it and have the confidence to do it, but then have a, another strategy that you are going to go and grow you cannot be dependent on one big client for going forward. It is important. We learned it at a sectorial level in 2008. And in 2008, we, were probably, we had two main, two main verticals, one of them being finance and, and probably over-indexed in three types of products in finance, one of them being loans. And, oh yeah, and when it was good, it was very, very good. You know, it, it was fantastic. We were and we were changing in terms of even going into the market. You know, in terms of when forget about the you know, the, you learn from yesterday. Learning from yesterday says, you know, despite crazy risk um, uh, modelling, we were not just saying we can do your paid search for you because it was performance. We can do paid. We will tie ourselves into your success. Part of that thinking was, I want you to change your call center operation. Well, everybody went in from nine to five. We started extending it to 10 o'clock at night because look at the data, that's what the electricity show. It's having that confidence, even when that went So we learned that when being over-indexed in 2008, we had to be aggressive. Everybody else was uh, uh, contracted to a degree. We said we need to go on the offensive and still be seen as stable, Still be seen as having an opinion on what's happening there and then, and at the end of 2008, we moved into uh, into new sectors, came out with double-digit growth over a rolling 18-month uh, month period, uh, being in one of the worst sectors you could possibly be caught in.